30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9. Ignition sequence start. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on 98.9 Northwest SM. Tower cleared. Here we got a roll program. Reporting the roll and pitch program. Not a proper heading. Good evening. This is uh, Vlado, and you're listening to It's Not Rocket Surgery on 98.9 Northwest FM on uh, this muggy, not muggy, moist Monday night here in Melbourne. You're um, you're listening to me for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to midnight, and uh, I'll be taking you on a wild journey of science, technology, and geek culture. So stra- strap in, enjoy the ride. I'm going to enjoy myself, and uh, I'm going to start off playing a track, something a bit different, some uh, bangerang, if it works. No. Not getting any love. Here we go. Let's try this again. This time, I turn it on properly. And there you go. Hey, yo. I'm eating Sun Dip right now. Not giving a fuck. There you go. Didn't know it ended like that, but... uh, (laughs) It's always, like I said, it's going to be a crazy ride this next hour and a half. Um, yes, this is uh, Vlado on the It's Not Rocket Surgery T minus two, um, the second running of this uh, experimental show of mine, where, where we explore science and technology and uh, the happenings of geek culture, things like Lego, eBay, the internet, the wonderful internet. Well, uh, Take the mystery out of that, hopefully. But it's uh, ten thirty-six on uh, Monday night, and it's a balmy, as the haberdashery boys say, ten point eight degrees outside here in uh, Hatfield. And uh, hopefully, we'll uh, have a guest joining me in the studio to make this uh, ride a little bit less daunting for me. Um, for those of you who tuned in last time I was on, some month and one day ago, uh, George will be in the studio shortly. He'll uh, make this journey a little bit easier for me, bounce some ideas off, we'll just spin the uh, breeze. Um, and I thought I'd play a track for him, seeing as he's motoring in here on his way in. We're going to play one of the best ever driving songs 
in my personal opinion. Ninety-eight point nine Northwest FM. That's right. The uh, the the training program. Excellent. Highly recommend it for anyone who wants to get into uh, presenting, or even if you want to just some ideas about general broadca- broadcast rules, uh, defamation. If you want to set up a podcast, highly recommend. Of the course, they do a brilliant job here at uh, Northwest FM with their presenters course. And uh, one day you might find yourself on the radio on a cold Monday night talking to potentially millions of listeners. A big shout-out to uh, anyone out there listening. If you're listening and you want to get in touch with me, um, you can find me on Facebook if you're one of my friends. Um, You can SMS on 0447779989 and those SMSs come up on screen. Just a reminder... Don't put in any carriage returns. Keep it all on one line and I'll be able to read the whole thing. Um, or if you want, I've also got the Twitter feed running. So if you want to tweet me, just uh, put a, I'm on at K-E-K-O-C. So send a tweet. I'm on that. And uh, if you're listening here, Camberfield or in Cambridge, West Meadows or Washington, Pasco Vale or Port of Spain. Yes, we're uh, also online, northwestfm.org. You can listen to the stream or on uh, any good radio apps such as TuneIn. Um, George has arrived, thankfully, and uh, while we're just sitting him up, we'll we'll go to another song. Something, another, oh, another, a uh, local act this time. One of my favourite songs going on around at the moment, Matt Corby. That's the wrong one. I already played that one. How about we try this one? That was Matt Corby with uh, Brother. We're um, still setting up and uh, we've got a few SMSs. A request from a good friend of uh, ours, Andy G., He's, uh, he's requested Bonnie M. So, and uh, thankfully, the, uh, the the station's library has Bonnie M. queued. So, we'll get to that a little bit later. And uh, and <laughs> same phone number. So, Andy, he's, uh, he's, he's done a shout-out to George. I'll get to George in a sec. He says, uh, Tripitaka. <laughs> so... Um, Wishes us good luck, so thank you, Andy. Anyone else who wants to uh, join in the SMS fun? Uh, 0447779989, You'll, uh, your SMS has come to, on, come to me on the screen and the little icon flashes pink and I'll, uh, I can read them out if they're uh, acceptable. And, uh, and, and uh, yes, send them... Or you can tweet me or at Kekots, K-E-K-O-C, or those of you who are my friends on Facebook, Facebook me. And um, it's t- nine minutes to 11. And uh, welcome to Studio George. Welcome. Hello, hello, Vlado. Um, good to be here. Sorry for running late. A few little incidents along the way. 
I may or may not divulge them as we go. But, um, <laughs> yes, hello, Andy. I uh, got asked by Vlado to bring in some music when um, I was asked to come in, and one of my choices was a band called Solace. Solace. So uh, <laughs> I didn't bring it in, but no. there is a, uh, a chance we may play it sometime in the future if Vlado gets more gigs. Absolutely. That's, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, Solace, that, that takes me back to... Not many years ago. I still have it in my collection and I still play it every now and again. So I don't have Solace, but I've got Playtime now, their, their former incarnation. But uh, yes, perhaps we'll play some more local music. Um, I've uh, got a few more tracks lined up, and if you brought some in... We'll, I have we'll, indeed, yes, we'll, I have. We'll get to those, but uh, we'll... Um, here you go with those headphones. Oh, sorry, just no, getting no. myself uh, organised. It's all good. If you heard the start of the show, that's what the whole the first twenty minutes sounded like. <laughs> getting very, organised. very good. Um, it happens in threes, I do believe, and I've already had two, so I'm waiting for my third. <laughs> Probably, com- you know, com- combust uh, spontaneously or something like that. <laughs> I'll have to clean up the studio afterwards. Oh yes. Otherwise, they won't let me back in here. So, how are you, George? I'm not too bad, thanks, Fido. Um, where I believe this is uh, T minus two. T minus two. T minus two. It's the uh, the second attempt. We start off T minus three. T minus two. We've got one more one more uh, uh, show to iron out the bugs before we go blast off. Fantastic. Looking forward to it. Um, for those that uh, missed last uh, show. Uh, by the way, who's uh, whose slot are we uh, hijacking this? Uh, I hope I brought the appropriate music not to annoy anyone. That's no, a country and western. It's, it's, it's an open slot. It's so an open slot, so my music will be very valid. This is one of the ones that are up for grabs. Oh, fantastic. So it could be it could go to somebody else who's who's keen on a move, one of the ex- other programs. Or it could be offered up to somebody like myself who's recently done the uh the presenters training course. So and what a good course it is. I'm thinking about doing it myself. It's an excellent course. You should do yes, it. Um, uh, I enjoyed my last session, so uh, I uh, did have a bit of a buzz. You've caught the bug, the I've radio caught, bug, I've that is. I've caught the radio bug, yes, and um, see how we go this time. But, um, yes, sitting the, here now and the, seeing how we go. The radio bug, the bug doesn't actually uh, cause explosive diarrhea, so that's that's a positive. I'm not saying a thing. <laughs> um, hi, Anastasia, if you're listening at home, hopefully you're feeling better, my dear. Now, what's uh, what's on today's show? What topics are we going to cover? We've just got another text uh, again from Andy. Uh, oh, from Andy, our listener, our, our <laughs> listener. Hello, Andy. We yeah. love you. And uh, he says, "Yeah, where's my groupies? <laughs> We're here, mate. Here. We're here. We're all grown up, and uh, they have a radio program, and and they're going to play your your music if you want." Um, but uh, what we have on the cards tonight, I believe, uh, we'll talk some Star Wars. Star Wars is always good. It's ticking the uh, geek culture box. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, eBay. Oh, I love eBay, yep, I can talk about that all Again, day. That's sort of t- technology. It is technology and... And, uh, and geeks. And and look, it, it's it's definitely become mainstream, but I think when once it first started, it was very geeky to uh, sell things online, but yep. now it's very mainstream, so... Uh, Facebook. We'll talk yeah. about Facebook. Uh, Facebook, yes, I have a story about Facebook. Yes, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll go into that a little bit. And... Um, what else do we have uh, to talk about? What do you reckon? Um, Anything else you brought with you? Sir? I, I brought something with me actually, and I know it's a radio show, so not everyone can uh, can see it. But if you're uh, listening to nobody us, can see it, only I can see it. I, yeah, well, I'm going to explain to the <laughs> listeners what they can do. Paint a picture if, with words. Well, 
I, um, if you're playing along at home and you're listening to this on the, uh, on the web and, uh, streaming it, then, um, I'll give you some prompts to maybe Google some images of what we're talking about so you can follow along. But the topic I would like to talk about, being a bit geeky, is, uh, collect- collecting vintage audio equipment. Um, a topic I discovered a few months back and investigated more. By vintage, I'm talking not records and vinyl i'm talking people now collecting cassette tapes and cassette tape players and sony discmans and walkmans <laughs> and considered vintage yeah we have many disc players here in the, in the studio we have cassettes here in the studio well we, we're need to cater for all all music so we, we play stuff from the past so well, people are collecting it for their home audio that's right i mean if you want to play the play the classics you got to play it what how they're recorded so yes yeah, so if you listen to the uh to uh, MP3s and uh, iPods, <laughs> we won't go there. I got to got to tell a story about my kids. They um when they were watching uh, Back to the Future at the start of Back to the Future, where he puts on the Walkman. All oh, right, okay, yes, I know the scene. My kids asked, "What's that?" <laughs> and I said, <laughs> my explanation to them was, uh, "It's it's a it's like a MP3 player, but for cassettes." I'm going to guess they said, what's a cassette? What a, what's a cassette? What's a cassette, right. So I had, to, I had to show them my cassette collection. You have one? I have a massive cassette collection, Not uh, none of which I'll be playing here at the radio. Now, do you have a vintage piece of equipment to play them on? I do. We still have the hi-fi, and that's probably what my uh, darling dearest, if she's tuned in, will be listening to on the on the good old TIAC. Oh, good old TIAC, yes. Twin no, cassette players. I'm a Sony fanboy myself, so I would have a Sony uh, cassette player or a Sony Walkman. Yes. Probably the, bright red with chrome. <laughs> my, I had a, a, a blue knockoff of a Sony. What was, was it called? Uh, Pony or something? It was, I don't know. It was Akai, I think. Akai, okay. It was a blue knockoff. But, but yeah. when Akai was terrible. Right. Not before right. they actually... Came when, good again. Well, they've got to start somewhere, so. Yeah, that's right. Yes, no, it's, um, yeah, a bit of a vintage, uh, vintage, uh, collectors out there, and, um, you'd be amazing what you find at, um, Hard Rubbish Day, and, <laughs> um, and, uh, stuff like that. So. You're, you're the type of person, um, the reason why the councils actually leave it out for an extra few days and don't pick it up on the day they say they're going to pick it up? For those, um, for those collectors? For the, well, for those that are about to, uh, SMS us with the, yes, we know it's illegal and no, you're not allowed to pick up stuff off hard rubbish. Yes, we know that. <laughs> but the reality is it happens. It's not me. No. Definitely not I. We don't condone any illegal activity Correct. here at Northwest Correct. FM. But I, I am aware that it happens and, um, I'm sure some of that ends up on eBay. So we can talk about that. The whole, the whole issue of that being illegal was, was, it was in dispute last year, wasn't it? Because once it's on the road, on the like on, on the, the on, on the, the nature strip, on the nature strip, it's rubbish. Well, yes, but then again, the counter argument is, and I'm not going to uh, back the counter argument, but just explain it is that the nature strip is council property, so it technically belongs to the council if it is on that um, on that nature strip. Right. So it's you. The, the 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 person puts it out there on the nature strip. It belongs to the council. The so council sends the trucks around to collect it. If you find a Rolex walking down the street and you find a Rolex on the side of the road on the nature strip, it belongs to the council. So you should hand it into the council office. office. All right. Well, I'll keep that in mind next time I find a Rolex walking around the street. It's actually mine. I lost Yours. one. Oh, all right. Can't, can't recall <laughs> where or what colour it was, but it was a Rolex. Oh, Co- this, this was gold. gold. <laughs> I think it was gold. All right. Um, I think we'll have to. Uh, play a sponsor break and we'll be back in a short sec every minute counts so 
There's a sponsor break then. We're very, for, a very serious one indeed. Absolutely. We're, we're, it's just on 11.01 on the Monday night, the 14th of May. I can't, I can't believe it's Monday night. It seems that Mother's Day was so long ago. It was only yesterday. <laughs> I can't believe it's May. May. Where, where is the year gone? Someone's birthday coming up. Not I, said the wolf. No. <laughs> now, let's talk about one of those lovely topics we've got. Shoot. Sure. Um, let's start off with, uh, I'm thinking, vintage audio, because that will lead me into uh, probably eBay. Or did you want to talk about the uh, the Star Wars? The Star Wars no, no, we'll, we'll talk about Star Wars later. We're, okay, we're, well, vintage audio. I'm, um, I'm getting back into um, my old disc ones. This is how this has all started. Um, I haven't given up my CDs. I still have them at home. Unlike Lado, I have given away the tapes, the cassette tapes. Uh, and so I decided to search on eBay and look for a Discman so I can basically have, and I'm using inverted commas here, portable music. Yes, I know, MP3 players exist and iPods and all that stuff, but I, I want to play my CDs. So after doing a bit of Google searching, I discovered that um, people do collect them and there's a bit of a trend. There's even a, um, a Flickr group dedicated to photographs of old vintage audio equipment. There are Flickr groups for everything, George. Yes, well, I was amazed. So after looking at pretty pictures of 1980s audio equipment, I decided to buy something on um, on eBay. And for those of you listening at home and on the internet, it's the Sony D350. That's the Sony D350. I've got one in my hand. It's very heavy. It's metal construction. My one doesn't officially work. <laughs> officially, um, officially, Sony have told you that it doesn't work. No, it's it's uh, put the disc in and uh, it spins but skips a lot. So I'm guessing it needs a bit of a clean or a bit of a service. So I'm I'm quite um, I'm quite smitten by its appearance. It's it does take me back to my youth and it takes me back to high school when I couldn't actually afford one of these uh, things. Um, so yeah, so if there's anyone out there that collects vintage audio equipment in any shape way or form please sms in i'm curious to know um is it actually as big as i think it is or is it a dying dying um you know collection or or a series of collectors just you know a small minority of them um but yeah i'll be interested to know are there any other people out there that collect this sort of stuff or still have them in their cupboard or use them i'm just gonna hand it over to vlad he can have a bit of a look at this thing um it's a decent size. It, it, look, it's nice. I like it. It's heavy. It's uh, It's got a bit of a feel to it. I can see myself coming home after a bit of a hard day's work, plugging the headphones on, putting in, you know, some sort of soulful CD. Yep. And uh, just, you know, sort of listening away. It's supposed to uh, have good, uh, good, uh, you know, quality output. So If it worked. If it worked. <laughs> I've got a Discman in the back of my cupboard. It's not a Sony, but... I'm not it, interested. It's a it's not Sony, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you tell me these things? It's, but it's, it's, a, work. it's a portable CD player. It doesn't work. The last time I plugged it in in 1996, maybe 97. No, 96, I think it was, before before marriage and kids. <laughs> it worked fine. It worked fine. Well, it, wasn't very, got, it wasn't very good for jogging. Right. <laughs> but, but you got one up on me. It works. It worked. Okay. Like I said, it's it's been 15 years since I've turned it on. I've probably got the original battery still in there, all decayed and destroyed. I should actually have a look at that, see if I can join your, your group of my, my, elite people who have non-functioning... I wouldn't call them elite. I would just probably call them hoarders. 
Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm definitely one of those. Those hoarders, so. yes. We've got another SMS. Oh, From uh, my beloved, who is listening, but she said the uh, reception is uh, suboptimal, to rephrase the word she's actually used. So she's listening on a vintage... Vintage radio with cassette player. A clock radio, that's all right. Uh, good luck she, with that volume, she, she darling. Gets, she gets points with that. Hopefully the uh, radio doesn't fall off the uh, no, the, off the dial. The there. youngest one has a tendency to, to play DJ with the volume control. And oh, nice. often we uh, wake up to this blaring nice. radio. It is wonderful. So, mm. <laughs> Okay. So good luck with that. Uh, 20 reps. We've got, um, we've got an SMS from... Uh, I think it's from a listener. A listener? A, a, our listener. Our listener. The one we're a groupie of. All right, okay, yes. Tw- what 20 reps with D350, and my guns would be pumped. That's one big expletive piece of gear. <laughs> Thank you, one listener that uh, <laughs> actually Googled what I said. Thank you for that. So, yes, I've got one of those in my uh, hot little hand. I've just got to make it work somehow. Um, I think I need to uh, sell some stuff on eBay and get some uh, income, that, that, which probably leads into the segue of the segue. I think that was from Andy looking at the, looking back at the previous numbers. That's Andy. Yeah, he's, right. he's looking after his little one while his uh, his better half's at uh, trapeze classes, doing something better than listening to us. Yes, good on you for being <laughs> a trapeze class, and we're sorry, sorry, Andy, that you're listening. Um, now. That's all I had to say about vintage audio equipment. I'm happy to go into the eBay side of uh, sure. into the eBay side eBay. of life. Um, now, let me let me start off by saying I hate eBay. We had this discussion but last we're, time. We're bringing balanced and biased radio right. to everybody. Okay, yep, yeah, I can I can go with that. I I can say I love eBay. I buy and I sell on eBay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually have uh, multiple accounts. Uh, uh, no, it's not illegal to have multiple accounts as long as you're not buying and bidding on your own item with them. Uh, the reason being I buy with one and sell with the other. Uh, I won't get into details as to why, but it uh, makes more sense. And uh, one of the things I like to do is buy in bulk, uh, preferably from overseas based on whatever I'm interested or into at the time. Uh, collecting, keeping the parts, the bits, the components that I want, and then selling off the rest, uh, hopefully to either break even or even make a profit. Yeah. So it ends up complementing um, any collectible thing that I'm into at that time. So people out there that are into collections, mm-hmm. uh, slash hoarders, mm-hmm. slash, uh, you know, the people that are a bit obsessive with their uh, items, uh, eBay is definitely a way to go. So... Don't know why you don't like it. Um, was it a bad experience? I found it very labour intensive. I can see that. So I can see that when you first start off, yes, it can be, yeah. but um, it can be a case of uh, once you set it up once and you have a template, so to speak, or a, a system, then it can be very quick yeah. um, and very easy. Um, my wife at the moment is currently selling off a lot of our baby uh, items, clothes and bits and pieces. And, yeah, look, it is a little bit labour-intensive getting everything out and photographing it, putting it online, but definitely a good way of getting rid of things out of the house. Yeah, don't, don't get me wrong, the buying side of things is fine if I had more money. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've purchased several items without issue. Just the one item we've tried to sell... No, not doing that again. Actually, yeah. we've sold, actually tried a few, sell a few. That's just 
giving away a couch for basically five dollars was 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 painful. Look, there are there are things people don't buy on eBay. Couches are one of them. All microwaves right. are another. All right. Um, you know, people don't know. Um, basically, eBay is good for things that you cannot go out and buy currently, either in a cheap state somewhere else or easily found. So, things like a um, you know, like a say a microwave oven. A mm. microwave oven on eBay will not sell. You will not make a profit. It will only be a case of you getting getting it out of your house for a dollar or two. All right. Um, on the other hand, a Sony D three fifty that you cannot walk into a store to buy because they no longer make them and they haven't made them for about fifteen to twenty years. Yep. The only way I'm going to be able to find one is on eBay. Yeah, so if someone has one in the back of their cupboard, <laughs> they can then flog it off on eBay and. Um, make a decent a decent amount if there's a collector out there that wants it. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I can see that. So it depends on what you're selling. Um, things that do sell are like I said, collectible. Anything that people want to finish off a collection, whether it's be comic books, audio equipment, toys, Lego, Star Wars figures, all yep. the geeky funness, mm-hmm. or whether it's things like you know spoons of the world or snow <laughs> globes or spoon. I'm sure stamps probably sell, but yeah, no one's collecting couches. I'm pretty sure. All right, so I'll I'll, I'll learn from that lesson. I will teach you off air what to sell. All right, my young Padawan. <laughs> oh, my kids love Star Wars. Yes. Um, all right, let's go to a song, and this one's uh, for Andy. No, unfortunately, don't have Brown Girl in the Ring. I wanted to play that, but unfortunately, so what are you playing for Andy? The station only has the following. Bonnie Bernie M song. And we just do a little bit like this. Enjoy the rivers of Babylon. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes, the Haberdashu show. Shout out to the boys. My mentors. I believe that's where you got your uh, break in the radio industry. Yes, they uh, they showed me everything that I know. Which can't say is a bunch, <laughs> <laughs> but you're learning. But you're learning. I'm that's learning. I'm learning. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm learning. Um, and thank you to everyone that's listening while Vlado is still probably on his L plates. My L's, yes. Got another text. Another one. Bernie M. Oh, praise the Lord! I love you. Is it by the same one listener? <laughs> Andy. Andy. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Respect. Love, love your work. Respect. Team Xerox. Team Xerox. <laughs> okay, just a just a quick, uh, quick, quick. No, quick. no, let's not go there. Okay, let's not no, go no, there. Let's not go there. <laughs> we want to fame some people. Um, Eleven sixteen on the on this moist Monday. Wet. Moist. Cold. Moist. Send me a text moist. if you want to know about Team Xerox. Moist. Okay. Yes, if you want to send a text, oh double four. Double seven, double seven, nine, eight, nine, um, and do not use returns. I believe you said last time. Yeah, don't no no return carriages. Just single line. Don't just don't be pretty with your text. Put it on one line. That and, way we, and can, we read can read it. it. Otherwise, it's, all I says all I see is high text, like I did last time. Nice. And I had no idea what they said after that. So that was somebody who knew me because I used my nickname. Very good. But anyway, I digress, which I'm known to do. But <laughs> um, Star Wars, yes, please. eBay sells a lot of Star Wars. It does. eBay is notorious for. I'm not going to go hand in hand. Um, again, a collectible. Uh, anything Star Wars related will sell from 
Stormtrooper outfits to the smallest of small figurines mm. um, and anything in the middle. On the issue of Stormtroopers. What about them? They're, now, the Clone Wars. The, the, basically, the Clone clone Troopers become the Stormtroopers. That's, that's, the, uh, that's, the, that's the way that it uh, does go, yes. Yes. So, and I noticed that uh, there's a lot of emphasis on, on the, uh, the Stormtroopers and Clone Troopers. Right. In the most recent versions of the Lucas... Are you talking about the animations or... Clone Wars animation, obviously. It's called the Clone Wars. Correct. Um, but also I noticed there was a lot more of them in episodes, the episodes we shall not speak of, one, two, and three. Okay, keep going. Um, Interesting. I'm following you, yes. But uh, today I found out, I read an article on Ars Technica, a website about that basically anybody who's into technology or science or geek stuff, Ars Technica is a good read, ARS. Technica. Free plug there? Um, no, I just didn't want people spelling it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> ASS or ARSE. No. I, I can see that A-R-S, Technica. Um, they actually had an article about um, George Lucas has registered eight domain names. Has he now? Yes. And look, it scares me that there are people out there keeping an eye on. At the domain registration things. How the hell was George Lucas? Well, the, the, when you register a domain name, it actually comes up with all the details of the person who's registered. The I domain. see, yes. So you can do a who is search. Of course you can. And find out who owns a specific domain name. So if somebody's bought something how, that you want, you can contact them and say... But how would you know it's the real George, or the George Lucas? Well, I don't know whether who okay, is has a verification scheme like Twitter right. does or anything right. like that. But... Um, Anyway, so okay, the, let's, the, say it's, let's, let's say it's the real Let's assume that Ars Technica article is correct. Okay. One of the uh, one of the domains that is registered is uh, Star Wars 1313. Okay. It's quite cryptic. It is. What it is, is. It? is it going to be Star Wars set in the year 1313 where they battle the Black Death or something like that? Interesting. I don't know, but um, there's speculation that uh, 1313 will be based around Boba Fett. Oh, one of my favourite characters. And that's the thing. He's most... Most of our generation who grew up with episodes 4, 5 and 6, or as we called them, Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Correct. Bubba Fett was... The man. The man. He was the most popular character who wasn't one of the main characters. And even then, people would say, no, I prefer Boba Fett to Luke Skywalker or Han Solo. Solo or exactly. It's, it was the mysteriousness, the, the, Correct. the loof. Correct. And he was, only, he was only on air, I believe, for very few minutes and only had one or two lines. If but had. he had the coolest outfit. He did. And the coolest spaceship. He did. So, absolutely. And... That is my theory as to why George Lucas has focused so heavily on the clones with the prequels and the in between calls. <laughs> I have I have noticed in the animations they are uh, they are uh, emphasising uh, Boba Fett, and in the ones that just went by the probably series what two or three or something like mm. that, he was a yeah. youngish boy, and yes. now he's um, got the 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 armour that we are. We're no familiar loves. with yes. yes, yes. So there's a there's I see. a whole it, it's a push and and and, and the, the gist of the article I read and some comments related is that people are hoping that he's doing it for the science fiction and not for the the franchise, well, not to make money. Well, well 
you know, it's, <laughs> money comes with whatever Star Wars, whatever Star Wars is made, whatever George Lucas's plans are, he will make money. So, uh, let me remind you of Howard the Duck. He had his hands on that one. Right. Okay. So I've he doesn't have the golden touch. Yes. Well, anything that Star Wars writer that George Lucas touches is yeah. money making. Now, is is there anything there, or is it just a domain name? Is, oh, there, look, is I, there a site? I didn't have the time to uh, to check. Right. I don't believe so. There was no sort of suggestion that it was there. Any of these eight uh, domains had anything other than the parking. Okay. Um, on it, so it wasn't actually a, a website yet, but the fact that he's registered eight and they're all Star Wars related and this uh, mysterious 1313. Are the others not as mysterious? Um, I didn't look into it that much. Right, okay. So, but uh, this was, Interesting. the Ars Technica was all about Boba Fett. So, what was that website again? Uh, Ars Correct. Technica. Right. So uh, I may check that out when I go home. Would be would be good, and I got a lot of other good articles on there, so which you could probably scroll through the next time you're asked to, to look up... <laughs> Something for bring, bring some stuff on that last minute for this radio program. <laughs> last minute is indeed correct. Just as I was so. leaving work today at five o'clock, I get yeah. a phone call from Blado to come on down tonight. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure this was on until about then anyway, so. I, I believe you. This we is, are this so is ill-prepared, we're making up as go. seat of the pants. This is, this is like a North Korean rocket launch. Oh, the old <laughs> North Korean rocket launch. Yes, that was great. So. But it's uh, 11.23 on Northwest FM. And for our listeners, the last show, I still want an underground car park. Yes, for your RV. You don't have right. an RV, George. It doesn't matter, I just want an underground car park. <laughs> underground car park for your, your lair. And my, take my over the world from, from... Correct. Anyway, so George Lucas news. Anything else happening with George Lucas? Anything else interesting? The other Star Wars story that I, uh, I had, also at Ars Technica... Actually, it was in the same article, but it was just a YouTube video that was at the top of this the article. It was something very interesting I found. There's, there's a website, a, a, an online movement, if you will, um, called The People versus George Lucas. Oh, that's interesting. And it's uh, these people who feel that George Lucas has raped their childhood memories. Oh, no. Quite, bit, they use that term. That's a bit vicious. It is. Do you think it's just a money-grabbing uh, venture? No, no, no. These He's people, rich, we poor, we want some of his money. These people are honestly upset with George Lucas has done with their memories, with the whole, with Jar Jar Binks. They oh, hate get Jar over Jar it, people. Come on. <laughs> but that's the thing. These people, geeks, don't get over it that easily. We hold, I, a, we hold a grudge. I'm stunned, actually. I, I cannot believe that that's what their gripe is. Their gripe is that their childhood been, has been raped by Be- George Lucas. Because George Lucas has gone and, and created these prequels and also tampered with the originals. He's changed things. Han Solo... But they're his. They belong to George Lucas. And that's he, what he says. He can do whatever he wants. He with wants them. to paint his house green. Everybody else wants to paint it red. He'll paint it Jar Jar Binks. So let, <laughs> let the man do it. You well, don't have to watch his movies. It's his creation, but there oh, is a movement of unhappy people out there. Look, I'm, I'm grateful that he created it. I would prefer that he didn't mess with the originals. Well, correct. I don't have a problem with the prequels. If I don't like them, I won't watch them, and I don't. Well, likewise, I've got I've got some Star Wars movies on DVD, and I've got some box sets, and um, I don't think I have any of the uh, prequels. Yeah, so I just choose not to watch them. That's right. Um, the box set that I have, I think, has the original rendition of the movies as well as the remastered. 
You could get a lot of money for that. Oh, can I? On eBay? You I reckon? imagine so. Oh, fantastic. I'm not planning <laughs> on selling those. But, um, yeah, look, uh, look, people, come on. Leave the get man alone. It. Get over it. His money's his. His yeah. Star Wars franchise is his. He took a gamble back in the 70s and... Yeah. I mean, the um, only one he got was from the, from the franchising. No, well, correct. T-shirts and, and toys. And we all know the story about, you know, that's what he signed up for. And yep. So good on him. So good on him. You want to play a song? I would love to play a song. Right. What have we got teed up? Have you got the song that I've brought in? We've got one of your songs that you brought in. And I would like to dedicate this song if my wife is listening. She loves this song. Or she did. <laughs> um, I'm hoping she still does. But um, yes, this is going out to Anastasia. That was uh, Starlight. By right, the, the Superman. Superman Lovers. Yes, so I was it, quite surprised at that name. Well, look, I, I didn't know that uh, Lois Lane, or was it Lana? Oh, well, Lois Lane for our generation. Both of them, because it's Lovers. Right, okay. Well, um, yeah, look, I don't know much about this uh, this band or group or singers in any way, other than this particular song. Don't even know if they've got an album out. I've just got this CD single and um, pulled it out of the collection, because I know... Um, there's people out there that like it. Yes, in particular the one that uh, you dedicated it for. Correct. Anything else about George Lucas? Um, not about George Lucas, about Lego. Lego, oh, Lego, yes. Something I thought, I heard this earlier this week. Go on. And uh, I thought of you. I thought, if ever I get back on the radio. Right. And I have you here, we'll right. talk about Lego. <laughs> right, we can. Um, heard that uh, Lego on the, have a website where you... Let me start again. People who love Lego right. can write a, a petition right. to get particular things made. I believe you're right. And Is I think you need like 100,000 people to sign. 10,000? 10,000. I, th I think it's 10,000 initially to get an interest to prick Lego's ears up and go, mm -hmm. I think. But there is, a, I, I believe, a second number. I don't know that much about it. To actually get, get it built. built, and and those the stuff being built like Transformers Lego. Transformers. I think the first one was Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, I heard about Minecraft. Minecraft. This is Lego Cuso, C W S O or C U S. There's a double somewhere. It's either the O that's double or the U that's double. But um, yeah, indeed, correct. People put in a petition, a yep. creation, a model. And people vote on it. Yes, and uh, I heard that one of the uh, one of the petitions going out about at the moment is uh, a Firefly or Serenity, right? Lego, which uh, for those people who like Joss Whedon, mm -hmm. um, his work would be f familiar with uh, the Firefly. Firefly series. Yes, and uh, the Serenity movie. I haven't watched it myself, but I'm very aware of it. Very, it's, it's a very good series. Mm. Unfortunately, they only made one series. Yes, they even mentioned that on uh, Big Bang Theory. Yes, well, was, we are nerds. Correct. So the geek of the uh, the geek of the world shall geek shall inherit the earth. Correct. Yeah. So they <laughs> <laughs> got there eventually. Um, um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. So there's a Firefly model on there. Is it a, have you seen it? Is it a I photo seen or it. A description? I just, I just or? heard it, and basically, it's all the main characters. Um, mm -hmm. So it's Jane like a and a set of Lego right. based on the Firefly series, and I thought that would be brilliant. I, I know that there are builders out there, like I discussed last time, that uh, do mocks, which are my own creations, mm -hmm. and um, they put their work on there as images. I believe I need to actually check it out. And uh, people vote on it. So I don't think... I think it's more than just a description. I think there's actually photos yeah. or at least, a, you know, a 
model of what people are voting on. And get, tell me if this is correct. The patent or the copyright on, on Lego is expired. That And anybody can actually create the, um, the interlocking uh, mechanisms that make Lego Lego. I don't believe that's correct. I don't know for a fact. Um, the interlocking mechanisms, from what I understand, are the studs that you're talking about mm-hmm. and the hollows on the bottom yep. with the tubes. Um, there's actually variations that Lego have also patented that uh, were, I suppose, their prototypes. Yep. And they thought that if anyone made those, they would be compatible with Lego. Mm-hmm. I don't know if the patents no. um, expired, uh, but yes, there are clone bricks out there there are copies there are imitations that do click and work with lego yep um not mentioning any names probably because i don't know any off the top of my head yeah most of them would come out of um china or the countries that don't have uh strict copyright laws or copyright laws at all yep having said that though i doubt that lego would allow such a um item to I don't think it's a case of them allowing. It's a matter of how long ago did they patent it and what's the... Uh, so you're saying the, the, the time is up. Yeah, I believe so. That's, that's, look, that's the, uh, on, the, on one of the podcasts. We discussed podcasting last week. One of these pod- podcasts, highly recommended podcast is uh, The Morning Stream. Um, look it up online. And uh, they were discussing uh, this issue and the, the, they were of the opinion that, well, they believe that uh, the patent, patent has expired and, and anybody was, it was free range for anybody to make. Lego-like blocks. I always believe that patents could be renewed or Mm. continue to be um, used. I didn't think there was actually an expiry on them. I I thought there was like an expiry only if something wasn't manufactured any longer and Uh had like a 10 or 20-year expiry date. I believe something that's currently being built, I I doubt a Um, patent could expire. We'll have to uh, ask some legal experts. Neither of us have done law. Well, correct. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting actually. If that, if that is the case that, um, Lego will have a lot of competition. Yep. Uh, my, my experience, I doubt it, but yep. I'll be interested to see when I go home. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, discuss it at the next show maybe. We'll see what, um, that brings us. Um, so what else do we, uh, want to talk about? Uh, Facebook. How about we, we, we touch on Facebook? Ah, uh, yes, Facebook. Facebook you, is uh, something that I, um, is, well, we all use, I would say, um, most of us anyway. Um, but I have, I have a story about Facebook. I actually had a Facebook stalker. Um, and it actually relates back to Lego. It's all interconnected. I'm not sure. Uh, Gotta love these segues. We're getting them working. Yeah, they're, they're doing well. <laughs> Let me just tell you the story. I, um, I, I, again, back to buying and selling on eBay, there's another um, there's another website that I like to use, and it's Lego-specific. It's called um, Bricklink. Basically, it's a buying and selling of Lego sets and pieces. Mm-hmm. And um, it's worldwide, uh, very big in the Lego community, and I have a eBay store, a Bricklink store. Right. I had a particular piece. Basically, it was a set of Lego legs that belonged to um, Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, from a set probably maybe 10 years old now called Cloud City. And these particular legs that Boba Fett, um, belonged to the Boba Fett figure, they were, they had print on them. So the front of the Lego legs had like pockets and pouches. And these particular legs only ever appeared in this particular set. Mm-hmm. 
I bought some many years ago from a seller in Germany that was selling just the legs, and I put them in my Brickling store, and, well, actually, to be honest, I only put one in my Brickling store and kept the others, and I had it at an exuberant price of something like $120 for a pair of um, Lego legs. Somebody in Poland wanted these legs desperately, and I, and I won't get into the details, don't post to Poland. Um, I keep my postage to countries that I've uh, dealt with in a safe, mm-hmm. you know, Canada, America, UK, um, you know, the sort of standardish countries that I deal with. Yep. Um, anyway, this particular guy uh, sent me an email or a message through the store and said, I would like to buy the Lego legs. Can you post them to Poland? And I said, no, I don't post to Poland. Um, and because I had that setting, he wasn't able to buy them. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, someone's bought my Lego legs, and it's a store, it's an address in the US. Mm-hmm. It was the same guy. So he had somehow changed his address on the um, on the site and managed to purchase my legs, uh, or the, the, the Lego legs, not my legs, but the Lego legs, <laughs> and wanted me to send them to Poland. And I kept saying, no, I'm not going to do it, and all this sort of stuff. And I blocked him. I said, no, it's not going to happen. Within 24 hours, I had a friend request on Facebook. <laughs> Um, from someone in Poland. And I looked at the name and coincidentally it was the same. <laughs> this guy had tracked me down. He must have worked out my name yep. or seen my name on the Bricklink store, worked out where I lived and probably um, befriended all oh, the Georges <laughs> with my surname in Melbourne and started asking them. He's about desperate for these leaks. That's what I, I quickly posted um, to some Lego fans slash friends that live in Melbourne and said, look, has anyone experienced such devotion, such dedication, such desire to buy a Lego piece? And, of course, they were all interested in what Lego piece this particular guy wanted. And when they found out what I was selling and how much he was willing to spend on it, they were a bit baffled and mm-hmm. surprised. And to be honest, I was the only one in this Bricklinks um, website that had these particular legs. Yep. So... He was, you know, he had to pay what I wanted, and I was surprised to um, to have him want them so desperately. Um, but then that led me to check his uh, his feedback, and he's a sort of guy that would do dodgy. So he'd be the guy that I would sell the legs to and claim they never arrived. Yep. Um, I would then be out of pocket. We have to probably refund him, mm. and I would not, not have your legs. Not have my legs. I have no legs. No. Then Lego <laughs> legs are so easy to lose. So I, um, yeah, basically banned him on Facebook, um, banned him on Bricklink, and um, it was just a very awkward, uncomfortable experience to have someone actually track you down and... One day you'll knock, knock on your door. Hello. Yeah, hello. I'm, I'm from I'm Max from Poland. I'd like to buy the Lego legs, please. I want your legs. I want your... Oh, so, yes. Look, if you came to my door and he handed over the cash, I would hand over the legs knowing that he had them. All right. It's actually putting them through the post to a country like Poland. Um, Look, no offense to anyone in Poland or the mail system in Poland. I've just choose not to deal with them. Yeah, look, there's experience. There's a reason why you don't want to do it. That's correct. And, yeah, so, um, you know, from many years' experience on eBay, I've seen at least are aware of most scams and tricks and, yeah, claiming not to receive items is, you know, up there with um, the most common of them. Yep. I'm not condoning it and mm. I've never done it and I don't wish anyone should do it. 
But, um, yeah, it's an honesty system, and I, he just crossed the line. He went over the line, and um, yeah, definitely not something I want to deal with, either through eBay, BrickLink, or any other online uh, transaction. So, yes, that was my, my stalker story. Stalker story, Facebook. Facebook. All right. It's 11.41. Well, we, uh, we have an obligation to play some uh, sponsor break. Absolutely. So let's uh, let's do that right now. Just flip the switch. Northwest FM, 98.9, and uh, northwestfm.org if you're online. It's uh, 11.41 on this moist Monday, the uh, May the 14th. I love that word moist. It's just moist. so wrong. Moist. It's wet. It's, it's cold and wet. Why is wet better than moist? It's not better. It's now, more accurate. Would you, which would you eat? Would you eat a cake that's described as moist or would you eat it if it was wet? Would you walk out into a day that was moist or would you walk out into a day that was wet? I, mean, I, don't, want to, I don't want to walk into anything that's moist. <laughs> One large moist day for you. Thank moist you very much. Moist sounds better than wet. It does sound better, but not when you're describing a day. Moist. I'm sticking by it. Anyway. Does moist.com exist? I imagine it does, and I don't want to know what's there. Star Wars moist.com? Moist Star Wars. Oh, there you go. George Lucas, it's all yours, buddy. <laughs> all right. We'll go to a song on that issue. Um, nice segue for the uh, our previous discussions. Lego House. What Lego House? There's a song, House? song called Lego House. Is there by? Ed Sheringham. Okay. Uh, something like that. I'm not Irish. that geeky. I don't know. He, I looks, don't... he looks like Rupert. Does it look like a Lego minifigure? <laughs> I don't know, but he sings about Lego, so okay. I thought it was an appropriate right, song to play. Here we go. That was uh, Lego House by uh, Ed the Irishman Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Nice. Absolutely nice. So, I probably would never have it in my collection, but I appreciate the fact that somebody sings about Lego. Wrote a song about Lego. Why not? I believe it was actually a, to make it even a, a more appropriate song to play just then. I was told, I don't know how accurate this, this was is. It, was it in a moist, <laughs> moist environment? No. I was told that the song is actually about identity theft. Oh, interesting. Going back to your stalker story. Oh, he wasn't still my identity, but No, yes. but you know, what's, what's next? Well, So, next? George. Yes. He's Lego art. Funny you should say that. I believe it isn't. I believe that if you build something with Lego and it is creative and, yes, you're looking at it as a statue or a mosaic or as some sort of artistic output, i.e. you're not building it out of the box. You haven't bought a Lego set off the shelf at Kmart, brought it home, built the contents and, look, my fire truck is art. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about... If I had 1,000 coloured bricks and I built something unique out of them and I try to palm it off as being art, mm -hmm. I would say it isn't art. So how is the Lego not just the medium for, for the artist to express themselves? Um, yeah, look, I can see that. I can see how somebody would say it is just a medium just like paint or watercolour or crayon or chalk mm -hmm. or spray paint. Yep. But the problem that I have, and this is a personal thing, it's nothing, you know, it's not written in stone or it's the fact that you can replicate it. You can replicate it exactly point for point, brick for brick, colour for colour and have an exact duplicate where if you hung it on the wall next to it or stood it on the the mantle or put you know, them side by side 
an expert probably couldn't tell which one the original one and which one the fake was. But that's the case for most art. Most I artists, disagree. Mo- most artists have their art replicated by their students. I disagree, but you could tell who the original was. You could say this is Not the student. always. If, if you've you got an expert in, I believe you could. No. Wrong. You could replicate most art, especially now with the modern technology we have. And I've seen uh, documentaries about um, the investigations that go in to prove the the uh, artist the authenticity of that's right. So they have to go down to the 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 element the elements the the compounds in the paints that were used or in the adhesive or the fixatives. Everything else is identical. The and there have been instances where an artwork has been uh, authenticated by the experts, only for two years later for science to catch up to it and then to turn around and say, sorry, those millions of dollars you spent on the authenticated artwork, it's actually a copy by one of his students. Okay, that, that I would say, proves my point. At some stage, you can authenticate an original and make the fake obvious. That that doesn't make... And some of these documentaries actually went into to say that these known frauds who knocked off these these artists have become recognised as artists themselves because of... Okay. It's of still talent. art. I, I can see that. I can see that. But I'm saying if I can go out and buy a set of Lego bricks and replicate exactly what you have made, mm-hmm. I can appreciate it for its creation. I can appreciate it for its artistic talent. But I don't think but that's, it's art. That's what makes it art. That somebody's appreciated it, and if you're the first one to do it, then they appreciate the 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 um, original thought that went into it. Look, maybe maybe I'll be proved wrong. Maybe but, I will change my mind. Maybe if I see more Lego art, I would uh, change my mind. But at this stage, my personal fascination and interest is the Lego, the toy. And I think maybe I'm just holding a um, inner child desire that it shouldn't be anything more than a toy. Yeah, look, I mean, there, there, there's a lot to be said about that, and that's I'm sure there are artists out there who say the same thing about paint. Paint should be paint, painted with fingers. Right. Fair enough. So, Fair enough. You know, we've got all sorts of, look, we've got artists doing mixed media, you know, getting bits of tin foil and rusty, you know, tractor parts, gluing them onto a canvas, painting them. Yeah. Know, putting some sprinkled, um, you know, <laughs> glitter on it and going, look. Moistness. Sp- sprinkle. Why not? <laughs> like this. Calling it art. <laughs> you want to pick a, pick a track of that CD? Um, um, why not? That's, uh, do track number 11, please. 11 off discs one? Disc one. And, right. um. Yeah, like this. We're two, well, two engineers or people who have done engineering courses. Both have engineering degrees. Um. Discussing the finer art. art. No, this, look, this I, I've is, gone I, back to school. I'm, I'm qualified as surreal. Uh, well, look, and you and you're qualified to talk about art. That's why I asked you. I'm the not qualified to talk about anything <laughs> at the moment. But um, yeah, now look, I um, I have indeed gone back to school, and yes, I am doing graphics course, and probably something I should have done the first time around instead of engineering. But that's a different story altogether. But I think art, look, is very subjective. It's very personal, and it's very. Uh, could talk about it. Make a whole show about it. The art show. The art show. It's not rocket art. art. No, that's silly. 
It's not moist art. <laughs> this <laughs> art is this art is not moist. This, uh, these pixels are making me thirsty. Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Yeah, it's all that art. Eleven fifty two. We've uh, a sponsor break has popped up. Just popped up. Has it really? I'm going to do it right now. Let's get it out of the way. That way, you don't get into trouble or anything. No, I don't want to get in trouble. All right, back in a sec. I'm sure our one listener's gone to sleep. No, no, he hasn't texted us for a while. Perhaps he has gone to sleep. Mm. Wake up, Andy. We're back. It's uh, it's not rocket surgery. Eleven fifty-three. Where is the time gone? It's almost, no seven minutes left till midnight. That's amazing. And the moist Monday will be over. And it'll be moist Tuesday. It will. Well, we've got to find something to keep the alliteration going. Something that starts think, with T. I don't think we're that smart. No, that's no, it. no. Um, can't, can't come up with anything at um, all. Just, our shared brain cell's not working. Yeah, Oi! Bl- blank, blank. <laughs> got, got a text. Andy's still awake. Is he still awake? He's awake. Thanks, Andy. 11.56 past your bedtime. And you've endured out to uh, yeah. silly <laughs> talk about art and Star Wars and stuff. Look, and we might have listeners in, in as far away as Trinidad and Tobago. How does that work? Online, oh, northwestfm.org. Yes, we have a live stream. We're going out. And also on uh, lots of apps like TuneIn. TuneIn. TuneIn Radio. Have you got put that on your app? Uh, I do. It works excellently, actually. And even though I'm within the broadcast zone, it, the reception on our dodgy cassette radio can be a bit iffy. So often I'll listen to, uh, to, to great programs such as the Haberdashery Show or... Um, Excellent. Um, the sports of all sorts, which mm-hmm. uh, Anastasia often frequents. She does. Her tipping sucks. Anastasia, <laughs> sorry, that's him, not me. Um, She's probably at home now watching the netball. It's Monday, Monday, Monday's netball night. She should be listening to you. No, not at all. She's uh, watching her nipple, her beloved nipple. She's got to see if she actually tips something correct this week. So, but um, yeah, you can listen to the to excellent programs on Northwest FM. On the on those apps or online or on ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. Can you record with that app? Have you tried? I don't believe so. Um, a lot of the programs have p- offer podcasts. Mm-hmm. So okay. um, if you go to the Northwest FM website, uh, they have links to the podcast. Okay, so I can listen to them later. You can. Excellent. Um, and th- there are te- there is technology that lets you record a stream. Can I just say I don't think anyone wants to listen to us? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think if this no. ever gets recorded as a podcast, no one's going to say no. anybody. It's, it's good. It's quality. We're, we're talking about good stuff. We're talking about art. Art. Um, somebody says we owe them one and a half hours of sleep. I think we owe people a lot. Our deepest and sincerest apologies. Right, that, that song that I promised before the, uh, the ad break, I'm about to play it. Excellent. So this one's another one of yours from uh, the album Awake, the best of live. The best of live. I like live. Uh, no, I do. Back back in the day, they were good. I got two of their albums. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. It, I haven't listened to them for a long time. Mm. I have to say. So this this will be nice. I have heard they've uh, you know the part of the criticism is they've become a bit commercialised and have lost some of their rawness. But I still like them. I still think they're great. His voice is still fantastic. So. Uh, Go well, for it. Let's play track 11 like you asked, Dolphin Cry. Mm. Northwest FM, 98.9. Great song, great, great song. Great song, I have to agree. Um, guess what? It's 12.01. 12.01, so uh, it's not Monday anymore. It's not Monday. It is in, we're in Tuesday, and we've got a text, one of our listeners. 
Sorry. Other listener? Uh, one listener. Thank you, one listener. Has, has, uh, has texted and say, by the way, not many words starting with team meaning moist. Google failed me on this one. So, Isn't it funny how people use Google? Yeah? What happened to the old days of going to a thesaurus? Google is the oracle. Google is it. Google, Google is all knowing. I, I'm, I'm enjoying Google. It's, look, it is. We, we spoke about Google and, and Apple and. And all, who else? All the uh, other. Disney. Disney. We spoke about all that last week. So let's not go in there because I got, I got canned for, for being a Apple non fanboy. So. So leave it online. I, I, I was told that there might be a drinking game that every time I slag off Apple that people would take a drink and we don't condone such, such, um, irresponsible drinking. No, we like more responsible. Western, more responsible <laughs> drinking games, yeah. Correct. Um, yes, 12.02. Um, we're sliding into the Tuesday, but that's all right. There's nobody following us. And then no one's walking the door wanting to use the studio? No, we're going just to inspiration until the morning. So in other words, just adrenaline? Adrenaline. Adrenaline. No, no, no. Inspiration's what, what gets played automatically. Oh, is that when, what it's called? I thought you had inspiration to go into the morning. <laughs> I see. So well, I do have inspiration. I could go all night. I have nothing to say to that. I've got the blank stared look of like, come on, guy, this is 12 o'clock. Let's go home. We've got real lives. You want to go home. All right. I'll, I'll play one more song before we go. Absolutely. Because um, I don't know when I'm next beyond. And I thought I have to play something for the upcoming Eurovision. Sometimes. Oh, really? Eurovision's oh, okay. approaching. Eurovision's always around the, uh, the late May. All right. Okay. And I look forward to this time of year all the time. I'm a big Eurovision fan. Uh, again, I have nothing to say. Continue. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I do know it's popular. There's even Eurovision parties and all sorts mm-hmm. of things. I'm a Eurovision geek. Are you? Yeah. Maybe the next show can be dedicated to Eurovision. Yeah. So you have a song that is Eurovision-esque or that will inspire? Or what, what's the connection to Eurovision? Um, this is a former winner of Eurovision. Oh, okay. And uh, it, Let's it, have a listen. It's a brilliant song. We'll uh, leave you with this. We'll uh, say thank you now. Bye, everybody. Um, Are we saying goodbye? Uh, we'll come back no, come back. And, like I said, nobody's following us. We'll, we'll come back and say goodbye later. Okay, okay. I'll um, take my buy back. <laughs> you buy back. <laughs> it's a buy back scheme. All right. We'll, um, we'll go to this song. It's queued up. Yes, it is. Turned on. It's not rocket surgery. Turn this one off. Turn this one on. Here we go. Get ready for the ride. That is... Wild Dances by Ruslana. Ruslana, yes. To uh, to our listener in Washington or Maryland, this did win Eurovision. So, yes, we go from West Meadows to Washington, D.C. Aren't we good? We're, sorry that you're taking over this. the world. I'm not sorry. sure about that. <laughs> Pinky. Pinky. <laughs> that makes your brain. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad, I don't think. No. So. no. It's been fun. It has been. It has been. So 12.08. 12.08. Tuesday, the 15th. Moist Tuesday. Moist. Wet Tuesday. Tapioca Tuesday. It's Tapi- sticky outside. <laughs> Terrible Tuesday. It's wet. Anyway. Tautology Tuesday. I don't know. Okay. But anyway, thank you to all the uh, to all the listeners, um, people who SMSed and Facebooked and tweeted. Um, Love you all. Do absolutely as <laughs> in the famous Jeff Fennick words. There you go. So Love this was T minus two according to T minus two. We'll uh, hopefully Counting get another down. slot. 
So we'll uh, try not to clash with uh, Netball Monday, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Well, whenever That's the next slot's available, correct. I'll be here and somebody will be holding my hand, whether it's George or somebody else who's available. I was lucky to come out today, so just the plans align. You came out today? I came out to help you on your <laughs> radio you. station. And I appreciate that very much. Um, yes, generally Monday nights is my babysitting nights, just yep. like our one listener, Andy. Um, wife has other commitments, mm-hmm. predominantly umpiring nipple, her first uh, love. What, um, if, if, if I fail to get anybody else who co-presents or mm. guest co-presenter, if you like, might have to do it over the phone. I can do over the phone. Yeah. I think I can. Double O, double five. Call me. <laughs> Big gorilla. <laughs> For all those into gorillas. <laughs> all right. So 12.09, we're going to say thank you to everyone who listened. Thank you, George, for, uh, My for joining me. My pleasure, Always a pleasure. It's not rocket surgery. T minus two, about to splash down. So. <laughs> Just like a Chinese rocket. Chinese? The Chinese actually do rockets. North Korean. North Korean rocket. Yeah. My mistake. Splash down that well. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. We're, just, we're just babbling on. Babbling. We're, we're out of here. We're out of here. Ciao. Bye. Uh, oh, no, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> we're still here. All right, that was a false, false, false finish. That was a... Let me, let me try that again. All right, we're out of here. Stop. Ready? Put this one on. Yeah, baby, it worked. 30 seconds. Ignition sequence start. Here we got a roll program. It's not rocket surgery. The latest in science, technology, and geek culture. Astronauts report it feels good. Sunday nights from 10.30. Broadcast and streaming live. Podcast at all the usual podcast places. Follow and like us on Facebook and on Twitter at RCKTSRGRY. Computers now have primary control of critical vehicle function. The eagle has landed.